the Dream 3 podcast back in your life after a couple weeks off. Neil on vacation, me out racing, but we're back. We're back in your life. Um, it's been a couple weeks off. We tried to get some shows out, but couldn't make time for it. But now the off season is here. We're going to pick it up. We're going to have some some great guests, some multiple guests coming up soon for some great discussion, some things that we started some weeks ago. So I'm kind of excited That's about all that. Try and get Alex and Justin on. We can do like a mid to late season evaluation of our fantasy picks. Absolutely. So back at it, we gotta we gotta thank our sponsors like always. Slab Savers, protectyourslab.com. Use code Dream Three to get ten percent off your order. Graded Card Solutions. Go to gradedship.com. Use code Dream Fifteen to get fifteen percent off your order. Remember, protect your cards when you ship them. And Sell your raw cards and your uh, graded cards on Prospect Cards. That's www.prospect.cards. If you use referral code DREAM3, when you register, you get a 0% seller's fee for two months. Take advantage of that instead of using the eBay 12 13% and take all your money. So, uh, yeah, do that. Oh, also, if you love golf apparel and golf in general, if you love the golden age of golf, check out nationgolfco.com. Nation Golf Company, a uh, great company out of uh, California. Uh, those guys are, are really awesome, and we can, uh, we're going to work on them a little bit more and maybe get uh, our buddy Adam Hawk, who's part of there. He's the CPO, and get him on. We talk about some golf here soon. So always, uh, always support the guys that support us. So. Neil, it's been a couple weeks, all kinds of stuff going on, card world, sports world, like kind of where do you want to start? There's just so much to catch up on. Or, you know, if you're watching the Monday night football game right now, the Rams are getting blasted. Dude, we're trying not to die right now. So the biggest news, especially for your team, is, you know, you got Odell Beckham Jr. And just as you get Odell Beckham Jr., Robert Woods tears an ACL in practice. Did you hear about that, the story behind that? I did not. So he went went down in practice, thought he just tweaked something, right? Gets back up, finishes practice, goes in, does his interviews, does his media, comes back, and then they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, you tore your ACL. You're out for the year. I was like, really? The day Odell Beckham comes back, like, or comes, I'm like, this is, this sucks. And especially, you know, as a wide receiver, that's very hard to come back from. But, you know, back in the 90s, Tony Saragusa played basically his entire career without an ACL and I believe his right knee. He said it in his book. Um, so, you know, that's a that's a that's a year, at least a year injury um, coming back. And I they're, thought I would say they're pretty they're pretty they're pretty good now where they crank out ACLs all the time. I wouldn't be surprised if he's back game one, 2022. And, you know, that Odell going into that situation, I thought, you know, was a not a great move on his part because, you know, Cooper Cup's going to get most of those targets and Robert Woods was going to get the second most of those targets. So I didn't feel that like Odell was was a good fit for that team. No, I, I didn't either. I felt like. Like I get on his part why he did it, because he wanted to play for a championship type team. And for him, I think he gets more of the ball spread around to him than he would playing in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. But from like the Rams side of things, 
Like your offense is gelling. Like there's no reason in trying to shake it up. You bring in Odell. Yeah, you got a great wide receiver three now, but like Van Jefferson does the same job and you drafted him and you don't have to pay him any money because he's on the rookie contract. Mm-hmm. So why I, I, I didn't see the point, but having a guy like Odell who, if he can bring back anything of circa 2015 Odell or 2014 Odell, it's, it's going to be good for us. So he could be a guy that you can, that you have to account for in the last, you know, maybe a couple seasons. He's not been one where you have to game plan around per se, as you know, you think of a defensive coordinator and say, well, we have to, we have to spy this man, or we have to have play man with a safety over top of this guy every single time or, or double cover him or whatever. Odell hasn't been that threat in the past or in the last couple of years. But like you said, if he can get back to that, you know, how he was, let's say, you know, towards the late of his giants career, early, Brown's career, you know, he could be a big time threat to that team, but he's also got to put, you know, his diva issues aside, which is going to be tough because, you know, that's one of those positions that he's going to get a lot of flack for. Yeah. I think, I think playing in, in the Rams offense. And I say this right now as Cooper cup gets a, a big catch. You had, there's a lot of, there's a lot of availability in targets to get mm-hmm. the ball. And I think having Odell makes you think twice about who you have to cover. Uh, granted, the past two years, he's played an offensive scheme, which is solely based around running the football and play action, running three tight end sets with Stefanski's offense. So, like, it's it, it does not bode well for a guy who, when he was playing with the Giants, was basically, hey, Odell, you run your routes. We'll get you out in space. And that's where he succeeded. So I think going to the offense, Sean McVay's offense, tends to help him. How it shakes out, I don't know, but I, I, he's going to need it. He's going to get a ton of targets now. He just will because Robert Woods is down. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think another big surprise that we've seen the last couple of weeks, and um, not not last night against the Raiders, but you know the Chiefs have been kind of stumbling and Patrick Mahomes has been stumbling lately. You know, you thought the the wild plays would catch up to him eventually. You can't make those plays, you know, all the time in the National Football League. It's not going to happen, but it's kind of funny to also see how he stumbles and see how many people get off in the trading card world off that bandwagon and you see a little not a huge dip in prices, but you see a a, a good chunk where people were able to buy some. Oh yeah, like uh so I bought or I traded out for like a couple of Mahomes cards at the beginning of like J- July, August, right before the season started. And um, I think I ended up selling my Mahomes at 10, 10 or 9K, 9, 10K. And they were down last week. I saw a couple people selling them for like $6,700, wow. $6,600. So we're talking about you know, 25 to 30% off of what they were at the beginning of the season. I think that's a good, you know, I was talking with this with, with Alex and Justin. I thought, you know, as bad as Mahomes is playing, it's probably a good buying opportunity because they were playing bad. They were two games out of first place and they went, go on a three game win streak. They didn't play well, but they go mm-hmm. on a three game win streak and all of a sudden now they're first place in the division. 
Yeah, so it's, it's a good quick, uh, a good quick investment, I believe, to mm -hmm. uh, for for most people. If you could get onto it, um, you look around at some of the other you know card things that have been going on lately, um, especially in basketball. You know, basketball started up right before we took a break. John um, Morant is on fire. Steph John Curry is on fire. Yeah, John Steph are on fire. Um, you know, on the rise. Who else? Andrew Wiggins was on the rise. Uh, yep. His his rookie card started to move up. I would uh, say Anthony Edwards, Lamelo Ball. I've seen a lot of people looking for those guys. Tyrese Maxey plays for the Sixers. Is kind of filling in for that Ben Simmons role. Jalen Brown was. Please, Jalen Brown was moving pretty heavily. Jalen Brown. I think people are starting to almost like say Jalen Brown is better than Jason Tatum, which I kind of, I kind of, I kind of believe that somewhat. And mm -hmm. sometimes I don't because I feel like Jalen Brown is a more consistent player. And I feel like Tatum can be that, that heavy hitter. And then all of a sudden he'll go silent and not score for three quarters. Now we have, you know, those guys are pretty, are moving pretty well up the market, but you look at, like a Luca car, like a Luca green prism, a rookie prism, like it's down 52% right now, like one hit eBay. And, you know, they normally sell about 3000, but you got the green prism PSA 10 selling for 1400. Yeah. So it's even, you know, as a long-term hold, Luca might be a good investment for some people. If you can get it for a right price, um, I, I just traded into one. I, did, I think, did you see that? I that posted the, is that purple cracked ice? The purple ice, yeah. Um, I owned the blue flat fast break last year. That mm. was my big pickup before the start of the season last year, and then I sold it um, as the season started. But like, I, I think, and some people have varying opinions on Luca. Luca is very, very smooth when he plays basketball, and he's not someone who's going to be overly athletic compared to, like, a LeBron, a Kobe, an MJ, a LaMelo, or Anthony Edwards. But he's – he the game is so slow for him. Like, he just sees the game so well. And he's kind of like – a few years ago, even now, LeBron would go and he'll score 25, 10, and 8. And you're just – you look up at the stat sheet at the end of the night and you're like, really? He scored 25, 10, and 8? That's kind of what like Luca does. He just kind of like he gets he, he gets a good stat line every night, and sometimes it's more efficient, sometimes it's not. But like he's stuck in a weird position where I think long term he's going to play out really well. Um, for the short term, he's just stuck because he has no help, so it's mm -hmm. hard to carry a team like that, especially to make the playoffs and make a run. For sure, and you got I'm looking around at you know some big selling cards. When, uh, since we've been gone, um, uh, 2003 Bowman Chrome LeBron James Refractor PSA 8 sold for 11700 It's cheap. It's pretty cheap. Um, 1977 Star Wars Luke Skywalker, the blue one, PSA 3500 right? Uh, 3000 uh, 8.5, $3,000. I think that's a pretty good that's sell. That stuff, that vintage, that vintage Star Wars stuff is probably, probably really undervalued. 
very for how many people love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And if you can get them, if you can find them, like the, the Skywalkers, obviously the blue Skywalkers is the most desirable card. That and the green uh, C3PO uh, yeah. error card is yeah. your is what you're hunting. Um, you had a 2015 SP Authentic Connor McDavid sell for 23,000 PSA 10. Uh, it's an on-card auto out of 999. Um, I did get offered today mm-hmm. a 20, 2018 Leaf Metal Connor McGregor Gold One of One Auto. On-card or sticker? Uh, it looks like a sticker, but most of the sticker auto, most of the UFC stuff is sticker auto. Sticker, yeah. Just because. What year it's hard is it? to get those guys. What year so was, was it? What year? 2018, I think. Leaf Metal. So, did you see that uh, that uh, that Brady Bowman Chrome refractor sell that yeah, 8.5? Like 67,000. 67. I think Brady stuff is going to slowly start to tick up as we move on in this season, and people realize like, and I think people are seeing it now. It's like. There was this like Mahomes aura that he was going to be the next Brady, and I think people are starting to realize like, oh, Mahomes is human. Well, who's this guy over here who has seven Super Bowls? That's probably never going to ever happen ever mm-hmm. again. Oh, we probably should invest in Brady. See, that's your, that's the game plan though. Is you know, are you going to are you going to invest in the guy who has the hot hand, or are you going to invest in the goat? Because if you're going to, if if your game plan is to invest in the goat, might as well just, you know, throw all your chips in and get, you know, what you need. So when it blows up like this, like a, a top, like a Bowman Chrome Brady refractor. So you know you're making your money on the backside, but you're going to have to hold it for for a little bit, especially if you know you invested, you know, two, three, four years ago. Now if you're on the Mahomes thing, I think the better play is to hang on for. For a while, still got another couple of years to see what he's really going to be like. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Chiefs are struggling right now, but you know, one season doesn't make a difference. So, well, here's here's the thing: they could go into like I think is it the Titans are the one seed right now? I believe so. So, what happens if they go into Tennessee, no Derrick Henry, and they beat beat up on Tennessee, and all of a sudden they're in the Super Bowl again? Yeah, then you know. You're gonna see and the then people are, and then Mahomes is right back where he was. Yeah, as in, and that's it, it, the. I, that's I will the, say, go ahead. Mahomes is shown like he definitely, you definitely can't count him out. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. He's kind of how he kind of has that like he's gonna win no matter what kind of thing about him, which is kind of what Brady is at now. Well, has been at his entire career, and. Whether that happens with with Mahomes, but right now there's definitely that aura about him. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that's that you know that's the game you're going to play. Um, but I'll tell you Brady all day. Just oh, for sure. But before, uh, let's see. Before I left, I actually got to open a box, a hobby box. I haven't opened a hobby box of cards in probably a year and a half almost two years but i got a i got a box of 2021 uh upper deck opg hockey and i'll tell you what 
it was actually a fun rip. Like OPG, it's OPG Platinum. It was a great, it was a fun box. Now, I'm not very keen on hockey and I don't know a lot of hockey players, but it's a fun rip. They got some great hyper cards. Um, I mean, the gold, the gold hyper that I got, Ryan Getzlaff, I know who he is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, some Patrick Kane. Um, Did you, um, how much, how much was that box? Ah, uh, $119. And I actually bought it like, I put I got it on the pre-sale from from Steel City and like two or three months ago and it's like 100 110 115 bucks gotcha which you know hockey cards especially hockey boxes they don't move a lot and I I always think of that time when you bought that National Treasures hockey it was it was a hockey case correct yeah it was 13 14 National Treasures the last year Panini did and I, it's, I believe, you know, hockey's got some sweet cards. The problem is I just don't know much about it. And the values, the value's not there for a resale, but it's a fun rip. Yeah. I will say the craziest set that I've seen out of hockey. And this is actually a goal eventually of me to find one. And I probably will never get it. They did in the cup. So, so hockey's like, premier product is the cup mm-hmm. they they don't ever tell anybody when it when it releases every year but it's kind of like oh yeah the cup releases this week and then upper deck like releases it that week they don't tell anybody and then all of a sudden it shows up and it's got nasty patches it's got the it, it's basically takes over from like the old exquisite so like limited logos yeah there's some nasty nasty cards in that um it's a great it's a great product um, but they have this set and they did it, I think in 2000, 2009, it was a Tiger Woods set. Oh, so you wow. could out of the, out of the hockey product, the cup you could pull and there was only 10 made. It was out of serial number to 10 and only 10. They were Tiger Woods tournament worn patch autos. Wow. And there's a picture of it. Um, you have to like go searching through like you have to Google search it, but the patches are absolutely disgusting for Tiger Woods, like old Tiger Woods logos. I mean, it's, it's cool. Really cool. But those it's, things, I, you'll never find one again. It's kind of turn up. They'll be, it's kind of cool to see the, the ebbs and flows of different, not only sports hobby boxes, um, but like, you know, you think about, at one point, you know, everybody was trying to buy a 2001 Upper Deck Golf hobby boxes, search for the Tiger. Um, now you have everybody, like, you could remember, you know, three, four months ago when F1 Tops Chrome boxes were 200 bucks or less, and now you can't find them for more, for less than $900. Um, yep. So it, it, it's crazy to see how, at some points, the hobby is still growing as people are trying to find that niche or that next market boom in different sports and, and i don't think hockey's got that yet because i'm i don't know if hockey has that which is weird that doesn't have that global audience maybe it's because of tv it's obviously a canadian european defined sport but i i almost put that it's not as national as let's say f1 but i think Hockey and F1 probably have the same amount of fans if you think about it. 
Yeah, I'm. But you could also you could also say hockey's like like baseball cards. Like there's so many players and there's so many tiers and, and you know guys being up in the minors for. 10 years before they make it to the NHL. But you got to also think about how many leagues there are around the world. Um, like, uh, who is it? It's not Mario Lemieux, but uh, Yamir Yager is still playing over, over in Europe. And it's like, yeah, he's playing. I think he's playing in the KHL, which is yeah. the Russian league. So, you know, there's, it's, it could have that baseball, baseball sense that, you know, you're betting on the prospects you're betting on those early draft picks and you're going to have to hold for some years to, to see if you can catch the next Connor McDavid or Gretzky or, you know, Patrick Kane or somebody. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, there was a leaf or skybox metal, um, released in hockey. So, so because upper deck still or upper, upper deck still owns a license for hockey, they came out with this old skybox metal. So they have like the PMGs, the precious metal gems. Yeah. They redid those for hockey this year. Um, and they've done them a few times, but they are sick, sick cards. Um, I, I bought a Nathan McKinnon skybox precious metal gem out of like the red one out of 199. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. this is a cool card. Um, but yeah, I'm, hockey makes good stuff. Their limited logo set and in Upper Decks Exquisite and the Cup Series is by far the best patches you will see in any sport, any, 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 any um, product, any, any brand top of like whether it's Tops, Upper Deck, Panini, like they make the best patches, um, without question, and they're they're sick so. I want to I don't see. Know. I like hockey. Did you, I want to see if you get this feeling also? But you know, we all know that Fanatics is buying up all the licenses for for everywhere, and that takes over what year? 20, 25? twenty five. I thought twenty three is when they can start making stuff. Okay, so have you? If if you had one one sports brand that you feel that Panini is all in on right now, who do you think it is? Well, they signed, they signed the extension with wrestling. Okay. So they, Panini owns wrestling. Owns WWE cards. I think WWE and AEW, I think they own them. I think WWE and uh, UFC are, they're going, I feel like they're going to just start pumping out those. I think that's their niche right now because Chronicles is out there. Uh, retail and hobby. Uh-huh. Uh, Chronicles is not my favorite. Favorite. It's not my cup of tea. I feel like there's just too many randos, rando cards in there, and it, none of it makes sense to me. Um, they, you know, I think Chronicles Soccer, when they came out, the first Chronicles Soccer, first or second, they did National Treasures inserts. So they did like National Treasures patch autos and RPAs mm-hmm. and Chronicles Soccer. And I thought they were going to, I heard rumblings, like if they did that with UFC, like a UFC Conor McGregor patch auto, can you imagine what that sounds for? Yeah, but to me, it's like if I want to, you know, if I'm going to search for a National Treasures Conor McGregor card, I want to buy a National Treasures box. I don't want to buy a bunch of Chronicle stuff where I'm hoping for one good card and a group of, you know, a hundred in a box. Um, 
I was happy to see the UFC have immaculate cards this year. I think that's going to be a huge hit. Like I saw it was either uh, Felice Herring or Rose, uh, a one-on-one with like a, a glove patch on card auto. Because, um, you know, immaculate, I love the acetate cards with the blue ink. They always look great. They're thick. They're like 100-point cards and, you know, something like that. If you're going to make a National Treasures product, you know, put it in National Treasures. Don't don't hide it in Chronicles or something like that. To me, that's that's Bush League to get you to buy lower tier products. That's fair, but do you think the reason why they do it is for like these? Like they obviously don't do it with basketball and football, but they did it with soccer and they would do it with UFC because they're just now starting like to pick up steam as a I market. Think, yeah, but I think they're doing that so they can. Um, Use it as your chaser. There's your there's your chaser forcing people to you know to buy all the boxes to chase that single card. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I it makes sense from a brand strategy that that's what they're doing. I just mm-hmm. I see why they're doing it. I I don't ever rip Chronicles. I have no like I don't care for it. Mm-hmm. Personally, but I understand why they're doing it. Yeah, it, to me, Chronicles is a mid to low low tier. Yeah, selection. It's kind of like uh, Illusions. I feel the Illusions is the same way. I'll tell um, you what. I'd rather rip a case of Absolute over Chronicles. Yeah, I, uh, absolutely. I'd rip Absolute Playoff if we're talking football and <laughs> then Chronicles. Aaron Donald has kabooms. Yes. So if anybody has an Aaron Donald kaboom. Hit up Neil. No, the gold kaboom. I want the gold. Oh, you want the gold kaboom? Yeah, I know. I I already lit Nick, who's the super collector. I let him have the one one. He found it first. I was like, I'm not even going to fight you on that. I want you to have. But I actually I do have coming in the mail. So do you know the other set that came out? In that the chaser set, Uh -uh. ace hit set, the explosive. Oh. Aaron Donald has explosives in there. And I have secured the one of one Aaron Donald explosive. Is it uh, graded or raw? Raw. Nice. So I am getting that here soon. And then um, I'm going to try to get a gold of that. And then obviously a gold kaboom. I need a gold kaboom. I see. And I'm just, you know, just throwing rando things out here of what I, what I'm, uh, thinking of like i keep a lot of tabs on on my rick flair rookie and i'm seeing the market on those 1982 tops wrestling or not tops 1982 wrestling all-star cards starting to you know pick up you got the rick flair raw cards are going for five to eight hundred dollars just straight up raw um didn't you weren't you going to be able to pick up a bunch of those i was you know i was trying to i was trying to at the national i was even trying to you know I felt that everything that those guys had were overpriced. They wanted three thousand dollars for, yeah, three thousand and two thousand. Which you know, I got mine for eight hundred bucks slabbed. So, yeah, he wasn't willing to wheel and deal. He wanted to trade some vintage and couldn't really bite on anything that I was giving him. So, you know, I feel like even though it's a lo- lower graded card, I bought the card for the card, not for the grade. So. You know, mm-hmm. it could who who knows? It could turn into the Jordan card of wrestling. 
Um, it's true. Or, so that's my that's my hanger on or card for the next who knows how many years. I've said this about like, and I've said this about like Tiger Woods and and really, I mean, you could even say football too. Mm-hmm. If they had half, if they had half or a third of the market that basketball does because of how big basketball is as a as a card portion of the hobby if they had a third of that rick flair tiger woods tom brady would be 5x what they are right now yeah my my thought is i would love to have a rookie card of all the major hitters of all the sports like flair i you know i got my tiger woods last week which you know i think i got it at a great price at a great time um i would love to have my next search i really want a wayne gretzky auto now it doesn't have to be the the opg card you should get a uh you should definitely get an opg a low grade with uh an auto on it if i can find one that somebody they're they're expensive they're pretty expensive of course they're pretty cool so you know you get a you get a gretzky you get a who would you say mike trout for no. baseball, who, who's your who's your, who would be your baseball guy? Because I have a Hank Aaron. If I was gonna hold the baseball like the like a goat of baseball, mm-hmm. I'd probably say you'd have to go with Mickey Mantle or good luck finding a Hank Aaron. Well, I have the Hank Aaron, um, Willie Mays, a Willie Mays, yeah, that'd be a good call, or like a Babe Ruth, but you know it's super tempting for baseball for next year to buy right now. Like I, I feel like I can get a lot of good players on card autos pretty cheap, like a Galvin Lux, a Bo Bichette, um, you know, guys yeah. like that who I feel that you know Vlad. have some good, so yeah, some Vlad Juniors. Where it's just i don't follow it enough and you know if you're going to be good in this game you have to be on your p's and q's of what everybody's doing and, and yep. the real movers and shakers i mean and this isn't just a game where you get you get cards and you move cards like you have to be strategic with this or you'll lose you'll you'll lose pretty heavily so acuña would probably be a good one acuña fernando tatis tatis you know. would be a good one they're getting but, a new gm yeah it's things where you can find Find little ins and outs. Obviously, I would love to have a Brady. Um, I well, I had a, a second year. I need to work on getting the first year. I think I could find you a. I mean, if you really want Brady, you got you you have to be pay well. For it. You gotta be willing to pay for it. I got my Tyson Fury. I got my Tyson Fury uh, rookie auto. Did you sell that? No, 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 no. You're holding that. Holding that. He's the greatest heavyweight of all time. We're taking that to the moon, baby. But I'll tell you another thing: like, Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury, Mike Tyson. Who gets knocked out? Who gets knocked out? Tyson, Mike Tyson. I'll tell you why: because Fury's six foot nine. How are, how is Mike Tyson going to get inside of a of a boxer? Not not a brawler. Tyson Fury's not going to brawl with Mike Tyson. He's six foot nine with long arms. All you have to do is jab Mike Tyson. Yeah, but can he run around for? Well, I'm sure he could. Speaking of Mike Tyson, uh, got my Mike Tyson versus Razor Ruddock uh, used ticket 
autographed by Mike Tyson. That was a good pickup. So that I have two Tyson autos now. One is a, I'm gonna say Mike Tyson wins. Really? Well, yep. Daniel Daniel Cormier style. He gets in there, dirty boxing, gets in close, and then just and you know Mike Tyson's punching power. For sure. For sure, but it's always got to do is like people say, Oh, Deontay Wilder's got a mean right. No, not, it ain't no Mike Tyson. But Tyson Fury got hit with that mean right and got up from the dead like The Undertaker. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying Deontay Wilder's wasn't special. It's not Mike Tyson. True. True. Ugh. I mean, he was practically putting people in caskets. Yeah, but he was also fighting club fighters and scrub-a-dubs. Not, he wasn't fighting the top guys in the world every fight. Well, it's hard when you kill every one of them. That, I mean, it's like it's like Anderson Silva and John Jones and George St. Pierre. You you win so many times, you're gonna end up fading facing scrubs for title shots. Well, I don't know. I can't remember very many scrubs that George St. Pierre fought. He fought a murderous row. Anderson Silva coming up, you know, he fought Chris Levin, Rich Franklin. Those guys were some some scrub-a-dubs. But it, well, once GSP got the title. Well, even when he didn't have the title, man, he he fought some some straight up killers. Yeah, but but it's not. I mean, that's what I'm saying though. Is like GS GSP. Well, GSP play. Uh, who is a uh, Dan Hardy? Yeah. When he when he broke it or armbar Dan Hardy and Dan Hardy wouldn't tap. I mean, he beat the brakes off of Dan Hardy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dan Hardy wasn't anything good. He was just what was left. No, Dan Hardy wasn't good after that fight because then he fought Carlos Condit and started, you know, getting starched. Yeah, and then Carlos Condit came in against GSP, and GSP just slept on him for five rounds. I can't stop it. You can't stop it. It's tough. Dude, I, I will say this. GSP made the best fighters in the world look like scrubs. Yeah. He was just – he was something else. He was just – he was so technically skilled, and mm -hmm. his, 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 uh, his game plan was just per perfect every time. Hard to it's hard to win. Yeah, it's very hard to win when you got a guy that you can't <laughs> you can't stay away from. Yeah. And what else is going on in the world today? Wasn't he in? Uh, wasn't he? Didn't he qualify for the Olympics for Team Canada and wrestling? I think I think he was an alternate. He was an alternate. He was an alternate. Was he in? Was he in jujitsu? Was he? Was he on the world jujitsu team for Canada? No, it was wrestling. It was Canada. Well, I know, I know, he was on Cam Team Canada's wrestling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Breaking news: This just in from San Francisco. Adele Beckham requests a trade. <laughs> He's got a couple catches. Does he? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Odell Beckham's. <laughs> Odell Beckham's dad after the first overthrow from Matt Stafford. It's showtime. <laughs> oh, 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 I will say God. something that I've started to notice is uh there's 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 beginning to be a separation between 
in cards, low end and high end cards. And there's there's really not much more of a middle ground anymore. They're, I see like yeah. base and like the parallels that go with base, and then I've seen like some patch autos and RPAs. But then like it's either it's either the cards are worth five thousand or two thousand dollars, or they're worth fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, there's, there's no there's not a lot of middle ground anymore. It's hard. It's hard to find and, middle ground. And it's it's hard for people to to get into the hobby. Um you got to be willing to put some money up like a good amount of money up or be good at finding those gems to hang on to. Um, you're right. Like you look at hobby boxes, unless you want to start out with a box of Chronicles. Like the Rams just ran a fake punt, fake field goal. Nice. And we didn't get the first nice. down. A uh, big, big shout out from our guy, Dujane Bland. Always dropping by to say hello. That man's on podcasts left and right. He's got his own show, uh, the Not Bland Show. Check him out on Ghostcast. If you've never used Ghostcast, go download the app. You too can just uh, stream your own show, all kinds of topics. If you've ever used Ghostcast before, or if you've never used Ghostcast before, check it out. Try it. Um, it's actually a really cool app. Um we love having Dujane Bland on, especially talking football and talking sports. Very, uh, that dude knows and has a lot of insight on some football things, which is pretty cool. Smart guy. Yeah, smart guy. All right, Cam Newton back at the Panthers. I love it. Who's in two plays? He scored two touchdowns. Did you did you see the uh, the uh, there's a meme? It was like Cam News Cam Newton's replacement got replaced. By his replacement, who got replaced by Cam Newton. Oh, remember what I said about Sam Darnold at the beginning of the year? Yeah, you said he's going to be the next Tom Brady. Well, I take it back. That man is trash. You also trash. said that fresh shot was trash, too. Trash. Oh, well, I'm glad he can beat up the Falcons. But straight up trash. So if anybody needs some uh, needs a Sam Darnold autographed helmet or some cards, holler at your boy. I'll get them to you real cheap. You probably couldn't pay someone to take Sam Darnold right now. Probably, I probably couldn't. I'll probably have to scam some kid in the neighborhood. Straight garbage, man. He's seeing ghosts. I knew he wasn't. I had no faith in him coming out of college. You know, me, Craig, and Tommy went to the combine that year. And he he didn't even throw, which that tells you right away that you know he's either who threw, who threw at that combine. Josh Allen saw it with my own eyes. Cannon, oh yeah, super it was effortless. Who else? Baker. Baker was there. I don't know. Did Baker throw? I don't remember if he did or not. I want to say Baker didn't do anything. Um. Who else was there? Who was the the super tall kid from from Buffalo? He threw, not the Bills, but Buffalo University. He was a undrafted guy. He was like six foot seven or six foot eight. He had a pretty good arm, but it, it's kind of funny to see, and we were able to see with our own eyes the difference between, you know, people who with arm power and accuracy and people who didn't have it, and and it's. It doesn't take a top tier NFL scout to find out who has it and who doesn't. 
It makes you think, though, if you can go there and watch it with your own eyes, what the heck are these NFL scouts watching? When they're like, oh, yeah, Baker over Josh Allen. Or what? My biggest or Josh thing. Josh Rosen over Josh Allen. My or you know the last couple of weeks, what inside research has Mike Mayock not done at the Raiders twenty twenty draft? Have you seen that list? Yeah, there's only one guy left, didn't he? There's one guy. There's one guy that starts, and then there's one guy who's a backup. Everybody else, I think they had eight or nine picks, is either out of the NFL, in jail. Or not even on the team. That's terrible. It's and Mike Mayock was supposed to be, you know, the guru, the the college guru. You know, the Raiders have always had trouble with scouting players, and it's not just, you know, it's not the Mark Davis. It's not Mark Davis's fault. Now, back when Al was still alive, absolutely, Al had a say in everything. That's why you had the Darius Hayward Bay picks. That's why you you knew. The Raiders were going to screw it up because they were going to pick whoever had the fastest forty. <laughs> yeah, regardless, they could have had they could have had buckets for hands, and they would have just picked them. six round. Six, yeah, six round talent. You know, six round talent, and you're picking them with the you know tenth pick overall. Like, never understood it, and still don't. Still don't. So. Yeah, I'm excited. My season's over, and we finished fourth in the championship points, which is great. I haven't finished. We haven't finished this high in our championship season since 2014, which was awesome. That was what your first year, second, second, second year, second year. Won two races, won 30 rounds of racing. Um, I'm excited for a little bit of a break. <laughs> Excited for yeah. a little bit of a break. Hey, P4 isn't bad. P4 is not bad. How many points were you guys out of uh, the podium? One. We uh, we got past the last day on race day. Um, we, we lost round one, and Bob Task advanced to... Round three, right? No, he advanced to the finals and passed us with one. Oh, point. that's what it was. So we, we ended up... He ended up having 2,556 points. We had 2,555 points. That's and then and then my cousin Josh, he was uh he's on Wayne Taylor's uh prototype uh Le Mans racing team and they were racing at the uh Petit Le Mans at Atlanta this past weekend. Ten hour race. It all came down to the last lap, the last turn, and their car just went tried to straight up send it and went through the chicane and through the grass and the sand and they ended up finishing in second, which sucks. But you know, he's one of the Daytona they Daytona 24 hour race a couple times, so I don't feel that bad for him. Yeah. Yeah. Just screw him. Oh you look tired. Ah uh, dude, I'm so tired. Like I got up at four forty five today. Um flew four forty five California Indiana time or 445 Cal- California time. I've been in California for a week, so I got California all over my time. I try to stay on Indiana time. So when I do fly back that it's not super terrible, but still getting up at, you know, racing for, for four days, 
getting up at 4.45 this morning. Then I flew from Ontario to Phoenix and then Phoenix to here. And then got picked up at the airport, went home, then was at the gym from 5 to 7.30. Got back here, took a shower, and then hopped on here. So, yeah, I've yet to eat. I haven't I haven't ate anything except for those little uh, those little cookie things they give you on the plane. You didn't eat anything in the airport? No, I had no time. By the time I got get to the airport, because I leave so late because I'm TSA pre-check, I just write, write to the gate so I can get on, go to sleep. Especially that early at the airport in Ontario, nothing's open. And then Phoenix was so packed. It's it's crazy stupid to, to think how packed the airports are. And you see all the signs, the six feet, wear your mask sign. and Oh, yeah. Yeah, like it's it's all it's all people just like disregard what's going on in the world right now. Of course, of course. And I don't care one way or another. I'm just going to do my things and get through to the off season, right to the off season. So now you get to watch the Colts try and make a playoff run. Oh, my God. I I didn't even get to watch the game this weekend. Um, I followed it on my phone. Uh, Dad told me that they almost blew it in the fourth quarter, which is that's what they're good at this season, it seems like. Um, if anybody would love Carson Wentz, we'll trade him for a bag of lays and probably a seventh-round pick because we're not going to have a first-round pick because we're going to have to give it to the Eagles because that sucker you know, is going to play 75% of the snaps. I don't want him to. I just Yep. Trash. Trash. All right, who are you gonna pick up? You guys have you guys have already played too well to get a good pick anyway. You're gonna get a mid round pick. Uh, so you Ty is gonna you know he's gonna be done. He's not worth it anymore. I think you go wide receiver to complement Michael Pittman Jr. Because when you think of the Colts wide receiving core, you don't think of anybody with big names. You have Michael Please, Pittman. For the love of God, do not draft another Ohio State wide receiver. No, Paris Campbell, what a what a bust he's been. Um, you know, he he had he showed signs, but he can't stay healthy. This is his third season, and he, he's not healthy at all. Nope. Um, so hopefully somebody to replace Ty, someone to to take some pressure off of Michael Pittman Jr. Because you know Zach Pascal is a good wide receiver, but somebody you don't fear. Um, who, yeah, who you else? Need help. And Ashton. you need a new quarterback. Yeah, we got like guys like Ashton Doolin, um, uh, the one kid we, the one rookie sixth or seventh round pick we got this year, um, is probably a good prospect. I um, was reading on the insider stuff that he hasn't picked up the playbook very well, but he's a six five wide receiver, so hopefully he can pick that up. I'd love to see him on the field as soon as possible. Um, I think our backfield is great. Our off- offensive line's probably going to need a little touch ups, and then when you look at the back seven of the Colts. It seems like we always need safety help and we always need corner help. Xavier Rhodes seems to get hurt a little bit more and more. Um, We just haven't found a good safety combination. Um, I know we lost Julian Blackman for the year with Achilles, but who knows? uh, Once the season's over, we'll start grinding into that too. That's right. But uh, I don't know. What uh, what are we going to shoot for getting – Justin. I was trying to touch base with them to try to get them on uh, this next Sunday. Okay. Try to do a Sunday Sunday deal, but I don't know if that's going to happen now because Alex is going to the Detroit Lakers basketball game. So mm-hmm. hopefully LeBron plays that. 
so that way you can get to go watch LeBron. So um, we'll see. We might just uh, might just be us next week, and then um, after that, we'll try and see if we can get them on. Okay. Do some new stuff. Cool. Well, yeah. Until that, we'll uh, we'll probably see you guys next week. We'll try to grab some guests if we can. Um, again, thank you to our sponsor, Slab Savers. Uh, protectyourslabs.com. You know, use those codes. Get your graded card stuff protected. You know, graded card solutions, gradedship.com. Use your codes, Dream3, Dream15, and Prospect Cards. Go sell your cards on there. And then for all your golf stuff, check out Nation Golf. I actually got a, they had uh, exclusive deals on, they had some driver head covers. Uh, had to get one for this upcoming golf season. So Nation Golf co.com follow them on instagram uh, great company especially i love the whole throwback golf look the golden age of golf so neil i am tired get some sleep you are correct so i'm gonna go until, watch the rams fumble this game away again. all right so until next time everybody we will uh see you next week